everyone, welcome to the Nintendo Prime Podcast, episode 81. So what's special about this episode is we are back with the green screen as expected, maybe? Hopefully it all turns out. We actually have an entire room, literally, except the ceiling, I guess, Yeah, that is a green screen. And the uh, carpet. This is my, this is actually the old office slash studio that we used to record the podcast in, but we were really cramped in a corner. Now we have lots of space. Like I can actually reach over here, and it's still on camera. Whoa! And so can you. And I can reach up here, and we're still on camera. It's amazing. We can do we workouts space. on camera. Don't give them any ideas. Yeah, we're yeah. Doing right. ju- we're going to be doing just yeah, live true. streams. Oh God, no. Um. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we don't necessarily have any specific topics for this week. Um, again, been wrapping up a lot of the studio stuff. Plus, I just had a really long day today, and we delayed this a day as it was because mm-hmm. I was having a really long day yesterday. So everything's just kind of compiling. So you know what? We're winging it. We haven't winged one in a long time, but why not? Yeah. So I know one story that uh, that you brought up on your phone that I actually wanted to touch on because I have not done an update video on it yet, and this might as well be the update. Um, there was a person that had terminal cancer mm-hmm. who really wanted to play Smash Bros, um, Super Smash Bros Ultimate, because the diagnosis, they're already bedridden. Uh, they're probably going to die before the game comes out is what it sounds like. Um, this person didn't ask to play Smash Bros early, didn't ask for access, um, and a developer in the industry um, picked up on it and said, hey, Nintendo, let, like, let's start a grassroots campaign and get Nintendo's attention and see if they can do something about mm-hmm. this. Um, long story short, the, the person did, uh, as of actually the day we're recording this, get to play. I got to do a three-hour session with the game. I uh, got to play it with his friend, his brother, and his mom. Uh, Nintendo obviously were the ones that showed up with it with, with the Switch that already had the E3 demo preloaded on it. Um, so one, that's just an amazing experience for him, and I'm really glad they came through. And uh, what was interesting when I first reported on this story uh, is just how bad the internet can get, how much they doubted this person actually had terminal cancer, or or if they did have terminal cancer, why should they get special treatment over anybody else? And all like all I can say is, I really hope today he's like raising the middle finger up at all you yeah, guys. Right. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. It's ridiculous. Um, the haters. The haters. Like not, he, not not everybody else. Yeah, like the the people that doubted this. The yeah. people that that think it's unfair or were jealous for some reason. Dude, you're gonna the get the place. Guys Sma- got terminal you're, cancer. Barring some unforeseen accident, you're going to be around in December to play the full game. The guy got to play the E3 demo. We played the E3 demo. It's mm-hmm. a great demo. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's not the full game. He didn't get to go into whatever that mystery mode is. He didn't get to do really any of the modes. He got to do basic Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And I'm really yeah. glad he got to do it. And he got a three-hour session with it, which is longer than I think any other media outlets even had with that demo. But it, it's something that disheartens me a lot when I see the way that people react to this, the way the way they think, well, my, my kid has cancer. Shouldn't, shouldn't he get to play Smash Bros. early? And it's like, one, why are you bringing your kid and cancer into this? Yeah. Like, how selfish are you? And two, is your kid terminal? No? Okay, it's a different story. Your kid can still live. Could. Yes. Might not, but yeah. could. Right. Terminal is different. You're done. You don't come back from that. You can delay it maybe a little bit, but you're done. And he chose, you know, not to delay it, which again people criticized him for. Mm-hmm. Like, oh why you know, you could have got to play Smash if you would have did the treatments to to delay, you know, give yourself an extra three, four months. <laughs> but at the same point in time, if if he knows he's Well, not only does he know that done. he's he's done, it doesn't matter all he's doing is buying himself a few months at most. It's have any of you guys been through cancer treatments? No, I've seen it. Um, that takes a lot. I, my of my, my grandfather went through it, and it it was rough watching on him. And yes, he older. This kid's only twenty one, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe it doesn't appear as rough. But if you guys if you guys think it's easy, go ahead and um, why, why don't you go on Twitter and at uh, Greg Miller. Uh, you guys might know him from Kind of Funny, and ask him what it's like to go through can- cancer treatments. Um, and that was with him knowing that he could beat this thing, and he ended up beating it. Now imagine that you're you're going through all that pain, knowing that it doesn't matter; you're going to die anyways. Mm-hmm. So, so imagine that oh, you can buy yourself a few months, but you're all you're doing is giving yourself six months of complete misery mm-hmm. instead of yeah, you're mis- you're miserable anyways. But at least you don't have the additional pain of radiation and all that other crap going mm-hmm. through your chemotherapy. Right, like you you can actually maybe sort of pretend to ha- hold conversations with people and not be bawling your eyes out from pain. 
pure pain. Yeah. He might from emotions, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that's the thing. That's why I'm like, it's actually kind of brave what he did. He he decided. I'm not saying that if you decide to, uh, you know, fight for as long as you can, um, that uh, you're wrong. It's just more so in in a decision like that. This isn't a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. It's a he's dying. There, there's no decision to be made on saving him at this point. Mm-hmm. There's no new thing that's going to fix terminal cancer before he before he dies. Um, so instead of going through all that additional pain and his parents were obviously in full support of, of his choice, mm-hmm. um, you know, he wasn't, he's not going to make it till December. And, uh, he's, he said he's already bedridden. That means it's getting bad and it's getting back mm-hmm. quickly. Oh, definitely. Um, so the good on you, Nintendo for coming oh, through. Definitely. Um, obviously, uh, it, it, it's a no brainer. Nintendo has been touring the country, showing off the Smash Bros. demo, uh, it only makes sense to be like, if there's this internet campaign for this terminate location, let him play the demo. Right. Like, he's not yeah. playing anything that the rest of us can't play if we don't go yep. to these events. Exactly. So he's not getting any exclusive. I mean, he's getting a longer session, but he's not getting and, any exclusive access. And, that, and that's the thing, too. What, are, what is there to be jealous of? The, <laughs> kid's, the kid's playing the same exact demo as if you were to get, be able to go to one of these yeah. these things. And he couldn't go to E3. Yeah. Guess what? He, he had cancer. To, yeah. He couldn't go to anything else that they've had the demo at. It's, and he's bedridden, so he definitely ain't going to anything now. It, no. It's... It just upsets me when I see people act this way because I feel like there's there's times in life where we where we can be critical or, or we can we can question things and, and whatever. And I understand that you know if if in the end if this ended up you know faking the guy mm-hmm. faked it. Oh, definitely. Um, obviously, like if that comes out, that's terrible. But when it, when it comes to a situation like this, it's one of those that it's always best to just assume. I, I know I hate assuming, but in this situation, just assume the person's being honest because we're talking about one of the most terrible things. Oh, definitely. Imaginable happening to someone. I realize there have been situations where people lied in the past, but we shouldn't just jump to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. This is something well, Nintendo can confirm beforehand <clears throat> if they want to. I know there's doctor-patient confidentiality, but yeah, it's but not I'm that sure hard. Kid, I'm sure the kid will wave it if he's actually telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, and, and the kid's been telling the truth, and he's been open about what's going on with his treatments on Twitter for this whole time. And he's And here's the thing. This person has publicly uh, been talking about cancer for like a decade and has beaten it three other times. Mm-hmm. So why now would it be, what? oh, let me take advantage of it now so I can get early yeah, copy. Why, why wouldn't he have done that sooner? Exactly. Why wouldn't he do that for the Wii exactly. U one? Why, like, why now? Because now he's actually going to die. Yeah, exactly. And again, he, and, and this is the key point in this, he never asked for this. Yeah. Exactly. Not just for, for the terminal cancer. He didn't ask to play the game. All he did is tweet out that it sucks um, getting hyped for a game that he knows he's not going to get to play. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. There, there was nothing, there, there was nothing like, you know, him being like Nintendo, please do this for me. Or, but no, yeah. other people did it on his behalf. Mm-hmm. So if there was ever someone not to doubt, it, it would be the person who's not even asking for it. It's right. people who are associated with them and or people who, who found out about it doing yeah. it for him. Right. Um, so I, I'm just really happy that, that he got to. Chris Taylor, man, um, if, you, if you're watching this podcast, if you saw the video, I know I tweeted it at you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very happy that you got to play this game. Oh, definitely. Um, as I said uh, back when I covered this story, I mean, if I had known about you back at E3, I would have forfeited my my ticket and I would have get, let you fly out and uh, play the game if you were able to. Because um, I'm going to get to play it in December. If I don't get mm-hmm. to play it at E3, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, um, I can't imagine the struggle you're going through, but I'm glad that on this day, uh, Nintendo was able to make you, your life just a little bit brighter for a few hours. And that's really what it's all about, folks, is... What we got to remember with video games is there's escape for some people. Like tonight, after after I'm done with the podcast, I'm going to live stream and let out some frustrations I have with my real life <laughs> and a video game yeah. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. But like video games can be a lot of things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're in a situation where um, you're facing one of the worst things you could possibly face in this world, um, any amount of joy that you could still get out of the time you have left should be allotted, even if it's a video game. We, I, I think one of the weirdest comments I saw there was someone saying, "Why should you care about a game? Shouldn't you be spending as much time as you can with family?" One, he did it with his family. Yeah. So it was a family thing, anyways. Yep. Um, and two, who are you to tell someone how to get joy out of life? You don't well, think that he hasn't been with his family exactly this What's entire time he's been battling cancer, like the same thing every single day, the same disappointed faces or or even smiling faces yeah. every single day, like. 
you need you what what this did is made him feel like he's himself again for mm-hmm. a brief moment in time mm-hmm. where he got to be excited and play a game that nobody else gets to play and, and got to do it for a few hours like like he got to live out a dream in, in, in kind of a way get, getting to play this pre-release stuff and um i mean awesome i i hope i come, i hope it comes to find out he got to play even more than that It'd yeah. be sweet if we found out that Nintendo let him in on other like other heck, maybe things. Ubisoft came along and play Starlink if you wanted or something. Yeah. Um and he talked about how how uh you know he's also kind of excited for Devil May Cry. Well maybe the people behind that will come out and let him play that as well. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it, th- there's a lot of emotions that go through my mind when I hear stories about this because I have family members that have been through stuff. Um I've been fortunate enough that none of my close family members have died from terminal cancer or cancer of any kind yet. Uh, uh, not my yeah, mines. Not mines. Case. I've had a lot so of. I've, I've, I've been fortunate. At least go through cancer. Some have passed away. Yeah. Some have actually beat it. Yeah, that's why I said I've been very fortunate. Um, knock on wood. I would honestly not be surprised if that is actually what I pass away from. Based on your family history, I'd say there's a more than likely chance. Yeah, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um. But hopefully we don't have to worry about that for many, many, many years. Right. right you know, exactly. 40, 40, 50 years down the road at that yeah. point, you've lived a full life. It yeah. sucks. Right. No, no, definitely. But at least you got to live a full life. Um, yeah. So to Chris Taylor, I- I'm glad you got to play it to all, all the people that doubted it, hated on it. Just go look at the photos he put up on Twitter. Um, we'll have a link down to his Twitter um, down below. And uh, check it out because uh, it, it's very heartwarming to see um, him getting the, the joy, like seeing the smile on his face mm-hmm. made it all worthwhile to me. Um, and I don't know if our campaign helped at all. Don't really care. I didn't do it to to get attention to myself. Right. Um, it was it was about doing anything I possibly could to help him out. I even offered at the end of that video to buy him a, a game if he wanted, because um, I think that's the least I can do. Help help him try like try to enjoy parts of his life that you know that that he's not doesn't have much time left to enjoy since he can't can't get out of bed. He can still play a video game. Yeah. Lucky his hands still work. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Sad story, but good story. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So be, be, besides Chris, the, the good old Chris Taylor, um, there's there there's a, a certain smash leak going on out there, uh, and I want to talk about it. But by the time you hear this, maybe it's been debunked. Maybe you know things have been revealed and it's been been official. There's a, been a few smash leaks. Uh, the one that I was working on a video for um, dealt with a screenshot. Um, there was a screenshot showing um, Ken from Street Fighter uh, with some other characters that are already in the game on the Splatoon uh, thing. And yep. that character model apparently has never appeared in any other Street, street Fighter before um, and is different enough from Ryu to not be something like, oh, someone just reskinned, um, reskinned you know, Ryu or something mm-hmm. to Ken. So uh, a lot of speculation is that this could be an Echo Fighter based on Ryu who's in Smash, uh, and that's fine. Oh, I think that probably makes a lot of sense in that case. Uh, and Ken's you know, one of the most well-known fighters from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other things that lead cre- le- lend credence to this being real is, oddly enough, the clipping of his foot. So <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> on the Splatoon 2 stage, uh, people noticed that, uh, that all the footage of the Splatoon, or it's just the Splatoon stage. Uh, everyone noticed um, all of the footage of the Splatoon stage. Every character, every time they go on a little incline on there, the foot technically clips through the incline. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the fact that this person's foot also clips to the incline is consistent with the rest. Now, again, not saying you can't the the, the thing that, the things that they give away that it might be fake. It's it appears to be a cell phone picture off screen, slightly tilted. Um, so there's that, uh, which usually indicates someone's just faking it and they just put a filter up and blah 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 to, to make it seem real. Uh, but it's also one of those. Well, if it's at a, if it's at a private event, that's what that's what uh, someone sneaking a, a screenshot's going to look like. Yeah, right. Because they're doing it super quick. They're they're pretending to check their phone, or they're not supposed to have their phone on them, and they just kind of bring it up in their coat, click, and put it down. Like, yeah, right? it's what yeah. it's going to look like. I mean, it's going to look shady because they're doing something shady. Um, you mean kind of like my uh, footage for FIFA? <laughs> yeah. But then again, it, you wouldn't have gotten in trouble. It would have been the person who let you. Yeah. But anyways. Still. Because you could just be like, I didn't know. Yeah. He said I could. Yeah. And he, wor- he works here, so yeah. how was that a doubt? Yeah. Anyways. Um, that's besides the point. Right. Uh, it, it's very interesting to uh to see this thing uh develop the way it has i don't know if it's real i don't know if it's likely that ken's going to be in i think it makes sense especially since bandai namco is working on the game street fighter people 
Obviously, getting another Street Fighter character in would probably be something that's likely. But I, I just I find myself not really caring. Yeah, right. Um, because it's an Echo Fighter, and I mm-hmm. like Echo Fighters, but they're Echo Fighters. Mm-hmm. They're just basically reskins of another fighter. Um, doesn't I mean? Yeah, they have their unique aspects and stuff like that. But it's just I don't know. It, it's not something that really matters to me. I'm not a big Street Fighter guy. I guess is one thing. So that's one reason why it doesn't excite me. Now, if we're talking about Waluigi. Yeah, um, all the way. <laughs> but uh, we're not talking about. It. We're talking about a character that I just don't really care that much about. Uh, if anything, it can make me sad because it means one of one of the remaining character slots is being taken up by another Echo Fighter. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we also saw a leak from I think Coral Coral Magazine um, that showed a, a little image of uh, one page of their Smash article, and in that image, it confirmed that there's going to be 108 stages. Now, Jeez. this is probably legit because these magazine leaks actually happen yeah. quite frequently yeah, yeah, from yeah. Japan, um, like all the time. <laughs> so, that is crazy. So 108 stages is what it looks like there's going to be. It didn't reveal yeah, all the stages in it. It just said 108. Um, that's a lot of stages. That is a lot of stages. <laughs> Holy crap. That's way more than I expected. Uh, then again, maybe it's not because after they showed all those numbers about, oh, this is how many were in, in the entire Smash Bros. series. This is how much is in Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, there's that. It's like, it's like, should I really be surprised that yeah. that there's like a hundred, yeah, hundred and eight stages? Uh, and some people suggested somewhere in there I mentioned that there are three new fighters, but I, I didn't see it myself. Now it's in Japanese, so I did the best I could, but I didn't notice anywhere where it mentioned three new fighters. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe people are just jumping the gun on that. Uh, and I don't know why. And here's the thing: Why would they unveil three new fighters through Coral Core Magazine when fighter reveals are such a big deal? Right. Um, so I, I just think maybe they're if they did say anything about oh. new character reveals, they're just talking about um, you know prior reveals of characters rather yeah. than new ones that that have yet to happen. Or I mean, even Echo characters I could maybe see being I, even Echo this characters way. have been unveiled. Like there hasn't been a character not unveiled in a major way yet. Yeah. For this game. No, no, I get you. I get you. But I could see that more than an actual full-blown character. Like, I could see if, they're, like, they're having, like, a Street Fighter event, and all of a sudden at the end they mention Ken's and Smash. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. but that's an event. Right. That's not a magazine. Right. I don't know. And that's the magazine paid some good chunk of change to reveal that. <laughs> it would have to be a massive chunk of change. Um. So, yeah, I, I just think it's it, it's interesting uh, yeah. I don't really have anything else to say other than that's just the news. It happened. It was a thing. I mean, we've talked in the past about the characters that we hope make the cut. Most of them, <clears throat> Banjo-Kazooie, are, yeah. are probably not going no, to no. make the cut. Stop reminding me. <laughs> but should I tell you about the rumor that has Banjo-Kazooie in the cut? Oh, God. Yes, please. <laughs> it's it's not legit. Yeah. Apparently, the Prima Guide is leaked to someone for Smash Bros. And, oh, yeah. And there's 10 new fighters coming out that haven't released. And one of them is Banjo-Kazooie. It's like, no. Oh, nice. Let me tell you, the Prima Guide wouldn't even be done yet. <laughs> you want to know why the Prima Guide wouldn't be done yet? Because the game's not done yet, guys. Yeah. Let me tell you some, something as a guide writer. When the game goes gold, that's when the guides start get to get written. The game hasn't gone gold yet, so the guide's not going to be written yet because it's not complete. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the person who who writes that Prima guide is going to get the game the same, well, not the same month because it comes out December 16th. Uh, they're probably going to get it around, well, it comes out December 6th. It's pro- they're probably going to get it sometime in November. And, that, and they're going to have to power May through it. the end of October. Yeah, maybe, maybe at the at most, but it's yeah. probably sometime in November because the game will probably go gold like end of October, beginning of November. That's when the guide guy is going to get it, and he's going to be put under a time crunch to have like three weeks to print to get it done. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Now, for us people that run like websites or something like that, usually we're under a week yeah. pressure to to get it done if we get a review copy. But places that that partners our partners with like Prima get get you know about a month or so. So, um, yeah, I I think it's I I. That's why I think that leaks are fake. There's no way that they're even working on it yet. There yeah. isn't a build of the game available to even begin working on a guide. And Nintendo would not, Sakurai well, especially, would not be sending it, out that build to other people. They could they could be writing down characters that are already revealed. Well, I sure, mean, stuff like but, that, but, sure, I mean, but that's not going to no, that's not gonna no, do a whole lot. No, I mean, it'll, so, it'll at least save you from typing up the whole... I'm just whole telling you, my list. experience as a guide writer <laughs> and, and my know-how from people that I know have written guides for places like Prima in the past... No, that's not how it works. Yeah. That leak is completely fake. If, if that leak ends up being real, it, it's it's luck. <laughs> the guy got purely lucky at guessing 10 characters. Hey, why not? Hey, 
the uh, well, Ken's Red- on that list, hey. and now Ken hey. might be leaked, so that's legit, right? Hey, the Red Sox banner fell off a truck, so oh, <laughs> it is it is possible that you get lucky every once in a while. Anyways, um, so oh, we talked about the about the kid. We talked about Smash. I think at this point, um, Eric will probably look up some other stuff here to, just to briefly mention. Um, Oh, you want to talk about that? You can if you want. It's an interesting. Do you, do you know anything about that series? Not really, but so he's he's looking at a story about how Diablo it has an animated series coming to Netflix, kind of like how Castlevania did as mm-hmm. well. Uh, the Castlevania one's very good. I highly suggest you watch it if you haven't seen it. Even if you mm-hmm. don't like Castlevania, it doesn't matter. It's a standalone series. It, it's it's really awesome. Um, so it's probably going to be cool. I don't know enough about Diablo. Like I've played Diablo one and two, and I'll probably play three on Switch. Um, but like I just like imagining that as an animated series really confuses me. Doesn't really <laughs> yeah, feel right. like the game that I would put as an like a, a, you know an RPG kind of strategy style. I, I don't know, but whatever they'll make it work. There is story, yeah, so I mean there is story, and and just like the Castlevania one, it's going to be its own thing because that's that's this is the way you make video game movies and stuff. Make them their own things. Yeah, they're just based on the characters in the world, but have it be its own unique story right. that doesn't have to call directly back to the games because why? Don't force yeah. things that weren't built to yeah. be told in that way. If to be it told happens to way. fall in line with something, well, sure, there could be references, but, but yeah, cameos. Like you can do some <laughs> right. things, but well, we what they did, what they did, like the fact that Netflix did that with Castlevania actually makes me mad that the uh, when. Nintendo contacted them about doing uh, a series for Zelda that that fell through. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. I oh. think I remember something like that. Oh, yeah. So basically, it was a rumor, but the rumor came from somebody at Netflix. So basically, it was Nintendo and Netflix had talked, had talked about, you know, n- nothing in stone or paid for or locked down, mm-hmm. about doing a, uh, uh, a live-action Zelda series on Netflix. And obviously, that didn't go through, but... Um, you know, whatever the pitch was, but it, it's still like, man, look what they did with Castlevania. If they nail it with Diablo, I'm sorry. I know those are animated series, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. This is Netflix. Great. Pretty much everything they touch yeah, turns yeah. into no, gold. Definitely. Even even the shows I don't like, they seem to have a massive audience. So yeah, the people who like right? those shows really like those shows. Um, well, that's the thing. Netflix has a huge. Well, they have a wide array of, of shows, and and they, I mean, they're like HBO, but on drugs. <laughs> I, might be, I love that, almost yeah. every show HBO makes, but like Netflix is making like ten of those a month because they're well, they're they happen also. They're pro- I wonder how big Netflix is now compared to everything else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know they're not touching Disney yet. It's going to take a long no, time to touch Disney, but, but uh, well, considering Disney owns what Fox, <laughs> ABC, freaking everything, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, yeah, because ABC owned ESPN. Yeah. So, so like they own like yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. Um, are they putting out things even faster than Disney is on the whole? Like, holy, like Netflix puts out a lot of stuff. You almost don't even, like people, people originally got Netflix so they could watch movies and then, um, you know, TV shows and stuff like that and binge watch. And then they started doing original content. The original content ended up being just as good as the premium channels and it's cheaper and you get a crap load of it. Yeah. Right. That doesn't mean that I don't subscribe to some premium channels because there are some things. um, I don't want to say there's some things that they'll do in those shows that they won't do on a Netflix show, but you're more likely to get these kind of things in, in an HBO, like like example, Game of Thrones. There hasn't been anything to that level yet on Netflix. Uh, the closest thing was probably Marco Polo, um, but notice Marco Polo they pulled the plug after two seasons because it was too expensive of a show compared to the viewership. Hmm. And Netflix runs into that issue all the time. Um, thankfully, Game of Thrones is popular enough that it's actually going to finish. Yeah. Uh, but as an example, Rome when when they did the, the show Rome, amazing show but they couldn't ever really finish it off because it was so expensive and it didn't have a big enough viewer. Oh, mm-hmm. 2.2 million. That's a lot of people. Not enough for how much the show cost, apparently. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Um, so it, it's it's a it's an interesting conundrum that this is why there's still a point to those premium ones because they will take risks like that because they have... The thing is they have a subscription audience, so they already have the money to make it. So does Netflix. But Netflix um, makes so many shows that... Um, if one's not making the cut, they'll just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas you kind of get a, usually a little bit longer run on the, on the premium shows. Like even Rome went for uh, four seasons, three seasons, something like that, um, hmm. before they finally, you know, they couldn't wrap it up. They, yeah. they didn't really finish the Cleopatra stuff off. And like, yeah, they found a way to end it that kind of made sense. But it's still like me as a history buff knows there's a hell of a lot more. <laughs> well, it, and uh, they never got to explore Rome it. lasted a 
pretty well. Quick they went time. because well because the first season of it started um, before Caesar was killed. Um, kind of uh, going over well, well, like a lot of shows do when you cover that period. You go over from right before he became the dictator for life thing, uh, and then was killed by the Senate. Um, but then like there's a whole bunch of stuff after that that led to Rome splitting. Um, and then having the two factions, you know, the two sides of Rome staying together for a while and then how that collapsed, um, you know, what Anthony did with Cleopatra and how that might have been detrimental overall to the Roman Empire. Uh, lots of stuff. Um, but anyways, I'm just a big history buff. I could talk about that stuff all the time. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm a little rusty on my Roman history, to be fair, because I haven't actually read about it in a long time, but lots of stuff. Um, let me see. Uh well, I, I kind of want to talk about maybe, um, I don't know, can, uh, I can run off of Game of Thrones. What about it? Well, Game of Thrones, Telltale, uh, oh. Telltale Games. Oh, so yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, pull this through. Um, oh, no. This is actually a really bad, uh, this makes me upset. Uh, Telltale confirms majority studio closer, uh, closure in a statement released. Oh, man. Uh, the really? statement, uh, Today, Telltale Games made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 employees staying on full-time or on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and uh, partners. CEO Pete uh, Hawley issued the following statement. Has been an incredible, difficult, incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we worked to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of the, our best content this year and received tremendous amounts of positive feedback, but ultimately that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watched our friends leave today to spread our uh, brand of storytelling across the game industry. Uh, Telltale will issue further comments regarding this uh, product portfolio in the coming weeks, or its product. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, any studio closure sucks, but like, I didn't see that coming for Telltale. They just they just finished off The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally finished that off, and people were waiting for the end of that forever. They finally got that finished off on Switch. You know, we just got the Telltale Walking Dead Batman series last year, mm-hmm. and we had more tell. We have we still have more. There's, there's Game of Thrones and and more of the Walking Dead stuff still coming out. Um, at this point to switch as well. And that's probably why they still have like the 25 remaining people. Like there's still some projects that are basically wrapped and they're just waiting to get her out to kind of, right. you know, cause they have obligations and, and yep. stuff they got to finish off. Yep. But um, I mean, telltale, the one thing I always saw cause telltale got really big with the walking dead um, and what they did with that series and their, and their form of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I think is that as I think they just grew too fast, too quick, too big, too fast, Yeah, too big, too quickly. Like, um, you know, look at like look at all the games they were starting to work on. Like, how do you go from like an indie studio that can barely get out of The Walking Dead to all of a sudden you have these major IPs, yeah, Game right. of Thrones and Batman, and that's yeah. just two of them. What else do they got? The, the Wolf, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't Wolf they have Among Us, think. Minecraft Story Mode, yeah, looks like um, Tales from the Borderlands. Jeez, um, a ton of Walking Dead games. Yeah, a ton of Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. Apparently, back a Back to the Future game. Yeah, more Minecraft Story, Batman's. Uh, Jurassic Park, the game, uh, Tales of Monkey Island. Yeah, looks like a whole ton of games. Seven Days to Die. I wonder if that's actually them. Yeah, so, I think so they did a lot of things. Um, I'm just actually curious if they were. Yeah, yeah, Wait, no, no, yeah, Telltale Publishing. Yeah, so they, oh, consoles. They were con- yeah, consoles. Yeah. So they just did a lot. They grew too fast, too quickly, and then they um, never were able to really recover. And I think they thought because they had all these major IPs. Into, I think what happened is they got so big with The Walking Dead, they're like, this kind of storytelling, because it, it's a heavy story game, can work in a lot of other games, which it can. Like Game of Thrones made a lot of sense to do it. But I think what happened is either people got stale of the style or they just didn't enjoy the direction of the stories. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's been a lot of, like, the I think the Batman one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I'll admit, I, the little bit I played of the Game of Thrones one, I'm like, man, the problem with Game of Thrones is you're working with established books and an established show. Mm-hmm. And you're following them both a little bit, but trying to do your own thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not as good. And if it's not as good, people are going to be like, 
Yeah, we like we enough. really care about these characters. Yeah, you got to do it right. And like, I'm not saying that it's a bad game, but right. I think that game is probably the one that I, that I first remember the first Telltale game I played. Where I'm like, you know what? I don't know if this formula works as well as they think it does for everything. And uh, obviously, we don't have the financials, and we don't we don't know the situation. And obviously, all the employees finding out, you know, at once, that, like, hey, you're gone. I, and this doesn't mean they didn't get severance package or anything. We don't know. Well, and, and we also, it also depends on. I mean, I do feel bad for them either way, losing their jobs, but it also depends on how they found out too. Is sure. did they know it was coming, and were at least and given a weird. little bit of and warning so they could look for new jobs? Is, or like when THQ went under, um, everything was able to be bought. By other companies. Now we have THQ Nordic that, that's bought up a lot of the THQ IPs, including the THQ name, obviously. That's why they combined it with Nordic. Um, but Telltale's weird because they worked with a lot of licensed stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if anyone can really buy that from them. Because it was always Telltale's The Walking Dead. Okay, but The Walking Dead isn't owned by you. It's a license. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone might be able to buy the rights for the games that were already made, potentially, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe those rights just default to the people who own The Walking Dead, um, AMC or whoever it is. But uh, it, it's it's interesting to me to see uh, what's going to happen with the games they already have, what's going to happen with the games that they're still releasing, um, and uh, what's going to happen in the industry. Because, you know, they like over a lot of employees and they talked about, you know, spreading their storytelling ways. Are we going to start seeing that storytelling way make it make its way into other? Maybe are some of these employees going to get together and make a new indie studio? Um, and I think that's maybe what happened. You know, if they would have just stayed as a small studio and just did one project at a time, like completed Walking Dead when they wanted to way back when, before doing Batman, before doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I always feel bad when this stuff happens, especially to a developer I have a lot of respect for. This isn't like um, right. no, for this sure. isn't like EA or something going under where people are like, aha, it's about time. Yeah, right. It's like, but that company and those shady practices are exactly why they're in no threat at all of going under. <laughs> um, if Telltale had done more shady practices, they might not be in threat of going under either. Or not having, they're already gone under. Um, they're just not officially done yet, but they will be as soon as they wrap up their, their current obligation. So right. that sucks. Yeah. I mean, did, have you ever played a Telltale game? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. But- you're missing out. Yeah. I mean, that's not a surprise. Any, any, you miss out on a lot of things, yeah. but but Telltale, man. Anytime anytime it's anytime you see development studio closed, it's it sucks. It does. And I and I and I feel for them. Like I've lost my job several times before. It, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um especially uh when um especially if they didn't know it was coming. That's the right. thing. No, did, no, could, that's did they did they true. know there was the rumblings there? Because a lot of the employees they don't have to worry about the financial side. They don't know how bad it really is. Um you know, like uh, the worst part for me was right before Aiden was born. I lost my job, like a, literally like five days before he was born. And what sucked is my health insurance was through that job. So my health insurance ended when oh, I yeah, lost my yeah. job. So it's like, I have no health insurance. How am I paying for this kid to even be here, let alone paying for anything else? Yeah, I have one more check coming. Woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that sucked too, because um, that was even worse because it was technically my dad's company. But he wasn't CEO, he was CTO, and they didn't tell him that I was being Ouch. Yeah, So that. it was like my dad couldn't even warn me. And that yeah, my, right. my, my dad actually got really mad about that, that he's like, really? At the position I am, you couldn't tell me to warn my son who's about to have a child, and you know he's about to have a child? Right. Like, so I'm not using that as an excuse for... to, not, not as an excuse to keep him on, but no. it, it, but, it, but it's just like, you can't him warn him, him look so you can get health insurance set up at least, and, and yeah. at least figure out what's yeah, next, right. or get get applied for unemployment in time to start getting his checks when his son is here. Right, exactly. Um, stuff like that. And, like, that sucks, and that's why I hope this wasn't sudden for them, because you don't know how many situations like that might might be there not even just with kids with, with anything maybe they have a big mortgage payment due maybe someone just bought a car yeah right and all of a sudden <laughs> you have one more check goodbye yeah what I mean I, hopefully they pick it up another job quick but you don't know how long it could take right no we know from applying for a job it could take forever before you oh. finally get a job right and even if you even if you're in an industry that has a lot of jobs guess what there's a zillion and one programming jobs out there it's, it takes several interviews and, and several different applications before you usually get taken anywhere um it's a bit easier when you have experience but even then even then you're one of a zillion other people that have experience trying to get that same position um I'm not, i don't know if there's more jobs than there are people for it or more people you know i don't know but it, it's it, it's tough um and i hope mm-hmm. that like my situation that that doesn't and that was that was even worse because like really dad no warning on 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even but, know. They didn't even include me on the meeting. And it, what sucked about when I lost that job as well is it probably is for these guys. It wasn't my fault. There was nothing I could have did that would have kept my job the entire time I worked there. Yeah. It had nothing to do with me. It had to do with misspending at the top. Um, huh. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like... Um, <laughs> that that's what sucked as well. But there's nothing I could have did to keep my job. Yeah. Um. And that's probably the same way a lot of these employees feel. Like, what could have I done differently? Probably nothing. No. Uh, the mistakes were probably made above your head. Mm-hmm. Taking on too many projects, not budgeting correctly, not giving enough time, growing too fast, too big of a team. Um. You know, over promising, under delivering. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. All those are decisions that usually are way making, above the making people that games get. that are probably decent games, but don't hit with the audiences that are they're intended for. So I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I actually am very curious what you guys think about Telltale and the closing of that studio uh, down in the comments because it, it's a very interesting tale as it yeah. is on um, the history of that company and, and what got them to their heights and ultimately their apparent sudden fall because it still felt like they were just cruising along. It's what it felt like as I'm just saying mm-hmm. as a consumer. Um, but maybe those that paid a lot more closer attention knew maybe there was something up. Like, I pay really close attention to Nintendo, so I know when I should worry if Nintendo's going under. I don't have to worry that Nintendo's going under. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, did you, were you worried during the Wii U era? No, they had $9 billion in the bank. I really yeah, wasn't worried that Nintendo right. was going under. Yeah. Um, they're, they're so financially set for a long time, I probably won't have to worry about that in my lifetime. But Yeah. Um, no, not unless they really decide to go hog wild and spend hmm. crazily. Sure. But even then, then I mean, even by then, you should be able to start seeing what is Nintendo doing, you know, to blow through that much cash that quickly. I mean, you you would know that something was going on. Okay, I would assume if all of a sudden Nintendo just starts buying up, sure, buying up dev studios, and you know, all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, what do you got for me? What's next? I don't know. This one? I don't know what to say. Uh, new Pokemon for Let's Go could have leaked via network traffic of Pokemon Go. That's an interesting way for something to leak. Yeah. What, what Pokemon was it? Um, I don't know. It's... um. How do you pronounce that? New Kecleon icon? Yeah, I guess so. It hasn't been confirmed yet. Kecleon? Yeah. It almost kind of looks like a... K-E-C-L-E-O-N. And yeah. like, someone's going to chat. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's yeah, 700 right. plus Pokemon. Yeah, I don't right. know them Exactly. All. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Brand new Pokemon appears to have leaked for the forthcoming Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Pokemon. Let's oh, play. you know what that could, that could be a, literally a brand new Pokemon. Yeah. You can see the Pokemon below. Uh, and he is of a uh, strange designs. That's for sure. Pokemon hasn't been confirmed yet by a Pokemon company, but it's surely a matter of time before it's reve- all revealed. If. So what you're saying is if. there might be more than 151 Pokemon in the new game. <sighs> that's what it sounds like to me. Does it not? Yes. But here's the thing. If it's only a few and they're completely brand new, I think that's okay. Because one thing about Pokemon, as it's gone along here, um, there's numerous things that that made me kind of stop playing. But one one big thing was obviously the rate they were adding new Pokemon every generation. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Generation 1 added 151. Mm -hmm. So, shouldn't you spend 150 every generation? I get it. Yeah, right. But... Back then, at least, <laughs> every time, too like, big too quickly. When, when one Pokemon was added to the roster, it felt like an event. Mm-hmm. It was massive. All of a sudden, Mew appeared, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, like, wait, there's more than 150? There's 151. Yeah, right. And, like, it, it's, it, it was one of those things where <clears throat> when you just start throwing more on, it's like, oh, so it really wasn't yeah. that big a deal that I completed the Pokedex last time. Oh, it really right. wasn't a big deal. Oh, and I thought it was such a big deal for one new Pokemon. Where, Look, there's hundreds and hundreds of more. It really wasn't a big deal. Oh, like, if if, it, if it's 151, but then they added, like, two or three mo- like brand new ones in, I'm okay with that. I think that's a, you know what? That's okay. Mm-hmm. That is one. It gives people a reason to play. Who uh, this? This could be the real reason. This might make people mad. The people who want to avoid this game mm-hmm. but want to have a complete Pokedex can't avoid it because there's Pokemon exclusive to this game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fantastic. Watch them be super hard to get to. Yeah, right. Um, Only anyway. appears once every other <laughs> Thursday at <laughs> at like 10 p.m. in the middle of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> and on this one spot that's not marked by anything. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, 
Yeah, I mean, if that's the reason they're adding them, <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. That'd be hilarious. I think it's hilarious, but it's also kind of like greedy a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think it's yeah. funny, but um, yeah. funny for reasons that have nothing to do with, with the game, I guess. Great, great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Kind of cool. Uh, did you see that they announced that Fortnite bundle? Yeah, I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a cool box. <laughs> it's a really cool box. I wish it was a custom switch like they did for Smash. And, yeah. But whatever. It's a third yeah, party right? game. Whatever. I'm surprised they. Um, I'm surprised they didn't put anything on the the. Um, you know what? I, you know the, what I wish. This controller. is never gonna happen. But I wish when they did these bundles, they would just make it a physical copy. Yeah. Right. I know that there isn't a physical copy of Fortnite on Switch, but why not? Yeah. I, don't I mean, you're gonna have to update it a zillion times, anyways, but just for collector's purposes. Yeah. Why not? You know how, how much that would sell out if. Yeah, but that's the problem. Oh, it's probably going to sell it anyways. This is, that bundle to me exists for the holidays. Yeah. Parents are going to buy that for their kids that, that they allow to play Fortnite. Again, uh-huh. I don't think you should let your kids play Fortnite, but you know what? You're a parent. You decide for yourself. Right. So if you your kid is going to play Fortnite, well, screw it. Let the addiction grow and let them play it anywhere. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> they have an online connection, of course. Why not? Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that bundle is going to do brilliantly. I think Fortnite... Oh, it's, I, it's I don't know massive. what the numbers are it's because crazy. I think the last numbers we heard officially were the two million in the in the first like week or whatever that it was out Good on Lord. Switch. Yeah. But and I think they just put out that in August they had a record of seventy eight point five million out, people. Did they come out just before E three? Fortnite Fortnite's been out for a while. Yeah, but the game on Switch came out the day oh, right. of E three. Right, that, so, that's what I was saying for Switch. Sorry. So. My thing is, I'm actually curious how many more millions of people are playing Fortnite on Switch. It's free. That's that's the big thing is it's free. Mm-hmm. Everyone's playing it and it's free. So how many people on Switch are playing it? Enough for them to say, you know what, we should make a bundle out of this. There's been a lot of Fortnite commercials for Switch out there. And I'm just like, you know what? I think this thing is is actually selling Switches. <laughs> I think we finally oh, found yeah, yeah, a yeah. multi-platform free-to-play game, mind yeah, right. you. That's right. selling switches, right? That's what that tells me. When you see yeah. a bundle, yeah, right. after the game's already been out for months, it's yeah. like it's it's moving units, oh, isn't it? Sure. Nintendo? That's why that's holy crud. It's moving units. Maybe that's how the sales have stayed consistent without new releases. It's Fortnite, baby. Yeah, right. <sighs> oh, Warframe's coming out soon too. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, can't yeah. wait for that. Free to play. Yeah. Eric, of course, doesn't play Fortnite, even though it's no. free. Yeah, you know, no excuses. Oh, there's plenty of excuses. We should. Uh, I got an excuse the, long, the size of my arm, you know. But yeah, you know what? I you know what I need to do. I need to get you into it a little bit, yeah. and then we need to actually do a stream where we both play. Yeah, because we can squat up. We can do yeah. duos. Yeah. In fact, if I get that second capture card, hey, hey, we can both be on screen and watch us both suck. <laughs> oh, oh no, it suck, suck again. again. <laughs> oh, I'm no, looking at the screen. I'm trying to read the text, but I'm distracted by our dual stream. <laughs> yep. Nope. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I got your back. You got mine. Yeah, what, yeah. What's that? Oh, nothing. Oh, the uh, Golden Joystick Awards yes, are now open. Voting for the Golden Joystick Awards. Uh, go to the awards. Huh? Go over Who the, are the nominations. What do we got? Oh, good Lord. There's a lot of Yep. A lot there's of a lot of them. This is how we end the podcast. Let's okay. go. Okay. Let's go. That works. I haven't done the Golden Joystick nominations forever. Golden Joystick nominations. What's, what's up for best story? Oh, well, these are the ones that. Oh, there's okay. a Nintendo something in okay. there. All right. Best storytelling. Forgotten Nanny. God of War. Gorga. Sure. Marvel Spider-Man, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, Reigns, Her Majesty, uh, The Banner Saga 3, Unvowed, Unavowed, sorry, and Yakuza, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Uh, for best visual design, we got, uh, man, who do you think's going to win out of that first one? I think it's going to be Spider-Man, probably. But, st- but storytelling? I don't know how... It's only, a 15, a of, it's only a 15-hour game. It's a lot of storytelling. Yeah. I don't know. Octopath might hopefully win. <laughs> I know. And I want to say Octopath, but I don't think it's going to yeah. win over God of War no, and Spider-Man. True. Yeah. In oh, pretty much right any true. category that I don't think Nintendo is going to win uh, for that. Okay. Best visual design. Uh, they got uh, Tuchel, Dead Cells, Dragon Ball Fighters, Far, Lone Sales, Frostpunk, God of War, uh, Garoga, Monster Hunter World, Subnautica, and We Happy Few. Interesting. Yeah. Nothing Nintendo. Yeah. Well, Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be on Switch. Yes. But yes, it is. Dead Cells is on Switch, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, so so far, God of War is in every category. Yeah, um, best oh, no, audio. Rock. Look, God of oh, War. Oh, he looked three. Could God of War be sweeping the whole <laughs> awards? Best audio: Far Cry Five, Forza Horizon Four, God of War, Jurassic World Evolution, Just Shapes and Beats. Yes, nice. Life is Strange Two, Monster Hunter World. Uh, oh, see, these music's really good. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay, and Subnautica. I haven't played Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but see, these music is so good. Yeah. 
Um, it's probably the best part of the game, to be honest. Just getting on your ship and sailing around and listening to the music. It's so good. Uh, best indie game, Celeste. Oh, dude, this is crazy. Celeste and Dead Cells in the same year. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gorgoa, Into the Breach, Just Shapes and Beats, Laser League, Minute, Opus Magnum, Owlboy, Steamroll Dig 2. All of those are awesome. You guys should own every single one. Isn't Octopath an indie? No, it's made no? by Square. Okay. That would be why it's not in there. Nope. Okay, there you go, there you go. Uh, best competitive game, Arena of Valor, Call of Duty, World War II, Dragon Ball Fighters, FIFA 19, Fortnite Battle Royale, <laughs> Forza Horizon 4. Oh, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. <laughs> yes, Laser League, Mario Tennis Aces, uh, PES 2019, and Paladins. Paladins. It's obviously Aces. Obviously. obviously. It's gonna, if it's not Fortnite, then... Uh, it could be Paladins. No, Fortnite's way bigger than Paladins. <laughs> no, if Fortnite does, Fortnite's the ultimate multiplayer yes, game. If it doesn't win, I mean, I'm not saying that those games are bad. It's just, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Best cooperative game: A Way Out. Ooh, I really want to play that one. Yeah, uh, Far Cry Five, Firewall, Zero Hero, or Zero, Zero Hour, uh, Monster Hunter World, No Man's Sky, Next, Overcooked Two. Yes, nice. Sea of Thieves again. State of Decay Two. Sea of Thieves up for two awards. Wow. Uh, Unravel 2 and Warhammer Vermitide 2. Nice. <laughs> still playing. <laughs> Not quite sure what so that means. So have a category of still playing games from the past year, maybe? Yeah. All right. Wait, well, no. These are games that are like Overwatch came out a while. Okay. Still, anyways. still playing. Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Pokemon Go, Rainbow Six Siege, Warframe, World of Tanks, and World of Warcraft. So all Good multiplayer board. games, but World I'm, I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. Why isn't that on the yeah, list? Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. It doesn't have to be just multi- multiplayer games. Pokemon Go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, esports game of the I, year. I, how is the first one a sport? I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I get the esports. I know it's different technically, but... Uh, okay, he I, I, somehow he's complaining that Call of Duty World War II is an esport when Call of Duty's been an esport for like 20 I, years. I, I, I'm just, I, I get hung up on the word sport. If you actually look up the definition of I, sport, it does fit. Yeah, yeah, I know. They just had to put the E in front of it so people don't get confused. Yeah. Anyways. And, and it's the first game that threw you off, not all the rest? Well, no, all I, the rest I, of the I, only, I only read the first one. Oh, so. I was going to be like, Call of Duty is one of yeah. the a leading eSport for yeah. decades. Anyways, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Man, Counter-Strike still going on. Mm-hmm. CSGO, baby. All right, Dota 2, Dragon Ball Fighters, FIFA 18, League of Legends, Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege, Rocket League, Street Fighter Five. I, you're like, where's Fortnite? Fortnite's technically not an esport because anyone can play. It's not mm-hmm. teams of people that, mm-hmm. that do competitions that mm-hmm. I'm aware of. Yeah, I think there is Fortnite tournaments though. Yeah, pretty sure there is Fortnite tournaments, but won't surprise me. Uh, let's see. We got best VR game: Doom VFR, Firewall Zero Hour. Actually, I, if I remember correctly, that looked, game looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh Flotilla Two. Um, Nog. Nog. Moss. <laughs> Sprint Vector. The Elder Scrolls 5. Skyrim. Skyrim's got to be on everything. <laughs> <laughs> the Persistence. The Transference. And Wipeout Omega Collection. Can't wait for Switch Pro with a new version of Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's an ongoing joke. Skyrim's on, and, and, and well, Skyrim's on everything. <laughs> and as Tim Schafer said, "Oh, you don't. Oh, you're complaining about how many times we release Skyrim. Stop buying it. And we'll stop releasing it." <laughs> That's right? literally what well, he said. He's like, yeah. "We're gonna keep putting it out if people keep buying it." <laughs> anyway, Studio of the Year. We got Blue Point Games, Capcom, Epic Games, Insomniac, Motion Twin, Rare. Whoa. What? What? Because I see a thieves. It's because yeah. of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Sony Santa Monica, Stoic Studios, Subset Games, and Unknown Worlds. I think what's always interesting about these awards is like most of the major games haven't come out yet. Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah, a little so soon. How do we, how do we know if like, this, at least the this game awards is in December when yeah. almost everything's been out? Anyways, um, uh, mobile game of the year Animal Crossing yes. Pocket Camp. Donut County. Yes. <laughs> Florence. Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Nog. <laughs> Uh, Gorgola, Gona, uh, Gorga, yeah, whatever the heck that one is. Oh, uh, Million Onion Hotel. Yes, that sounds like an amazing game. Uh, PUBG Mobile, Pokemon Quest, and Reigns Her Majesty. Woohoo! Oh, Nintendo yes! game of there the year. Go. Okay, um, interesting. What well, I think, did, did it? I just think this is a weird list. Kinda. 
Actually, uh, no, that it reads like, like, like there's indie games in here that aren't made by Nintendo. Anyways, <laughs> Captain Toad Treasure Track. I think it's just a game that came out on the platform. But didn't the Blob 2? I think the Blob 2 came out on more than Switch, though. I don't know. Possibly. Anyways. Sure. Uh, so, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, a Wii U port. Uh, the Blob 2, Detective Pikachu, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, a Wii U port. Uh, Hollow Knight, Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Autobat Traveler, and WarriorWare Gold, a port. It, it's, it's definitely <laughs> Labo. Definitely. Definitely Labo. Definitely. Clearly. Um, uh, PlayStation oh, Game oh, of the Year. We, go. we got uh, Detroit Become Human, Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age. It's coming to Switch. Nice. Uh, Firewall Zero Hour, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Moss, No uh, Ni No Kuni yep. Two, uh, Revenant Kingdom, yep. Shadow of the Colossus, freaking great game. Uh, the Persistence and Yakuza, uh, Yakuza Six. Yakuza Six again. So, Song of Life. I know that, <laughs> they get a lot of interesting names on on uh, on Sony side of thing. PC game of the year we got BattleTech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Mm. The game should be a lot better than it really is, but <laughs> can't help it. It's, still, uh, it's something about I. I like games that take place in that time period. Anyways, yeah, right. Opus Magnum, Pillars of Eternity, Two Deadfire, Subnautica, uh, Surviving Mars, Two Point Hospital, Warhammer, Vermintide. Yeah, buddy. Xbox game of the year: Forza Horizon Four, Hellblade. Uh, Super Wait, there's enough games on Xbox to ha- have an Xbox game of the year. I guess so. Like near Automata, that's on the list. That yeah. was on Sony last year. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Hellblade, uh, Snua's Sacrifice, Near Automata, No Man's Sky Next, a Player Unknown's Battleground, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and Warhammer. I think that's the Rump award that Sea of Thieves just wins by default of being like the biggest <laughs> Microsoft published game that's actually on the list. That's a definite possibility. And the last, last most category. wanted game. This is this is where the excitement comes out Anthem, Battlefield 5, Control, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Death Stranding. Doom Eternal. Dreams with Radar Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ghost, obviously, Ghost of Tsushima. Kingdom Hearts 3. Metro Exodus. Ooblets. Ooblets. Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Super. Ooh. Super. Smash Bros. Ultimate. Actually, they just said Smash Bros. Ultimate, but it's Super Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. uh, the Last of Us Part 2. And I'm adding it to the list. Let's go, Pikachu. Let's go, Eevee. Oh, yeah. Didn't make the list. No, no, it didn't. Nor does Super oh, come Mario on. Party. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Starling Battle for Atlas didn't make the list. Yeah, wait, what? Come on. At least, even if you're like a Star Fox fan, that should make the list alone on that. Yeah, right? Uh, anyways. Oh, you can go vote for that. Yep. Something at the public vote. We'll put a link yeah. down in the description yeah. for the, gold, the Golden Joystick Awards. I think I voted like five of the last eight years or something when I remember to do it. And yeah. now, now that I remember it, cause we're talking about it on the podcast, yeah, why not? it wouldn't have happened otherwise if I had topics So see, sometimes there is a point to do yeah, randomness. Right? Oh man. All right. I think that's going to do it for our episode 81 of the center Prime podcast. I honestly don't know how long it's, how long we've been recording for. You want to know why I don't know how long we've been recording for. We're in a new studio. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, so we're not going to end the podcast no, we quite, yet. quite yet. All right. Um, cause I'm pretty sure we haven't quite hit an hour. Wisconsin. Goodbye. <laughs> No, we haven't quite hit an hour. I know we haven't. Yeah. So. Uh, I glance at my time. I'm like, eh, I think we're like we're 10 minutes short. Probably pretty close. Uh, so we're, we're in a new studio. As I mentioned, you know, all this is all painted up. This is actually the old studio just revamped to actually be just for this, basically, for the podcast. Technically, yeah. there's a lot of green screen, and I could do some other green screen work in yeah. here. Yeah. I just don't have any other shows right now that do green screen work. And so as I keep mentioning every time I bring that up, hey, if you have an idea for a show I can use a green screen for, let me know. Um I'm willing to always take your ideas and make money with them. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people that, anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll go down that road. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's, it, I, I like the new setup. Hopefully, uh, the green screen keyed out really, really well. Martin, I, yeah. I really hope that you're pleased with the lighting of this show. This is probably, even if it's not perfect, might be the best lighting we've ever had. At least yeah. based on what I was able to see before I came in here. Right. So for those who don't know, we're in the room recording. We got our camera, got our lights, got our mics and everything. We can't actually see the computer we're recording on. For all we know, we're talking to ourselves and no one else. Hey, why not? <laughs> we don't know if the recording stopped. We don't know if my... Well, I know my computer didn't crash because the webcam is technically on. It's got yeah, a light. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, but so I, you know that much. I know that much. I know it's running. Yes. Or at least it's on. It's it could have froze. It's got I, power. Yeah. I, don't, I don't honestly know. That's the only scary part about this is now I can't monitor it. Um, yes, I could eventually set something up in a way for me to be able to monitor it, but I honestly don't care. 
I'm just being honest. Yeah. I honestly don't care. Yeah. You know why I don't care? Because I don't have 17 computers to care. I, yeah. I, I literally try to run everything I do here off of one computer. Um, I even move my live streams off the laptop. I haven't been doing live streams over by the TV because I can only stream in 720p. And to me, unacceptable. My laptop can't push out 1080p streams. It sucks. Um, it's fine when you don't have a choice. Yeah. Like when we're at like E3, yeah. don't have a choice. Road, yeah. That's fine. You're on the road. That's what that laptop's supposed to be for. Of course, you're not going to be as good as you would be at home because you're mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at home and I have the ability to stream at much higher than, than I, I almost can pull off 4K on my computer. It just can't quite get the bitrate going quick enough. Um, mm-hmm. Like, and it's not because I don't have the internet. My the network card on my motherboard can't deliver the, the bits fast enough to my internet to <laughs> to allow me to stream in 4K. So it's actually a limitation of my hardware. But um, yeah, it, it, it's just uh, when I know I can do better, I'm going to do better. And now that I have the the wall mounted TV installed in there, I've been doing all my live streams from right in the spot. I do my other streams from, which is what I used to do, which I don't like because it takes away some of the uniqueness of the setup I was doing. But we'll get back to it eventually. Um, because I'm trying to uh, raise enough money, obviously through money I actually just make in general mm-hmm. uh, from other jobs and, and my YouTube stuff, and obviously from from super chats and donations and live streams. So uh, the more so the donations and the super chats because that goes into a, a different pool of money um, to buy equipment. Um, I almost pulled the trigger on something that I'm glad I didn't, uh, <laughs> but I almost pulled the trigger on a new motherboard, a new processor. Um, cause that would, uh, just that alone would actually make editing my videos much quicker. Uh, cause right now there's times that I hit render and then I just walk away for like an hour. Yeah. Um, cause mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do anything else on my computer cause it's locked up cause I don't have enough cores that for any cores to be free mm-hmm. for me to even start work on scripting or looking up stuff on the computer. Uh, and I can't do anything on YouTube. I, I'm just, my computer's locked. Sometimes it crashes. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So I thought about just doing that just to fix those issues. Uh, and then I'd be sitting there with my i7-6700K and my motherboard and being like, what should I do with this? Obviously build a new computer and make that my streaming computer. Oh, from, yeah. Like, obviously, but then I got to yeah. buy another GPU. I yeah. got to buy another case. Yeah. That's not true. You could build a case out of anything. Should make a... Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I kind of sort of want... I know there's so much cardboard in this house. <laughs> I want to make a cardboard computer case. Yeah. I don't think it's safe long haul. No, probably not. But if I can get proper airflow in that bad boy, get some 240 millimeter fans. Yeah, yeah. Make my own H500i or whatever it is, the one that have the big fans that when you put your face behind it, it feels like you're being hit with like <laughs> one of the wind tunnel fans. <laughs> like, it's just a lot. This studio expansion has taken a lot out of me. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, you probably have because I know I've noticed uh, my video production's been all over the place. There'll, <laughs> there'll be like a day I get three videos out and then like a day where I get none. Um, there'll be days I'm on camera and days I'm not. And a lot of it's based on on different things that are happening, mm-hmm. um, equipment that go missing, equipment that's broken. Um, you know, it just the, the set falls apart and I have to fix it. Um, e- equipment breaks like with the mixer that broke uh, before, before this and I had to buy a new mixer, which I did not plan to do, did not have the budget for. And so also why... We're howdy, doing, howdy, 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 and also, howdy, we're doing the pro, uh, the podcast on Friday night. Yeah, it's doing Thursday the podcast night. on Friday, so Thursday. Again, yeah. could have technically done it on Thursday. I yeah. just uh, yeah. needed a mental respite. Just like we're recording yeah. this earlier on Friday than usual, so I have yeah. time to eat and yeah. have mental respite and not feel like I'm rushed at right. night. I can right. actually enjoy my evening a little bit. Try to, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Including live streaming and killing people. It, like fake digital people. Well, yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that would definitely be preferred. I'm... <laughs> If not, then I'm definitely leaving here in a boat right away. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Don't. It's even got liquid. In I know, it. right? Yeah. So it's even harder. Yeah, Let's right. get that momentum. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So yeah, just there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Uh, some of you guys have seen a lot of it and appreciate it. You've seen some of my practical effects for some news videos I've done. I haven't done enough of those yet. Uh, I'm still working on a focusing issue with the camera, with the lighting, but we're getting there. Uh, and you've obviously seen probably numerous videos in the one video game collection set. Um, and this is the first video ever in here since this got finished. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, there's just been a lot. I've, I've taken on a lot. Um, this has been like the only person who's helped me with any of it. Uh, and I appreciate all that help, of course. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. I mean, he was the I person have, also. I don't have a life. He was also the person about? that helped paint the entire house when we moved in. So I, don't, like, I don't have a life. Um, <laughs> 
Nintendo Prime is your life. Yeah, right. Uh, so it, it's just, but you know, like he was here for you know, well, well, the the weekend when we started the door and everything that was a lot. Uh, but after that, um, like yeah, he was here helping with stuff, but I was here all day long doing stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm still not done. I actually had everything clean in there, believe it or not. Yeah. And then I had to tear apart the mixer and figure out why cords weren't working and why this. I'm like, this yeah. is brand new. Why, this better not be broken. Yeah, right. So like, I'm going, I'm, I'm ripping through things and ripping out drawers, and now I have a giant mess to pick up again. After Fantastic. I just got done, where I thought finally I'm at peace, Yay, the new studio's no. clean, we're all good. No, no. And part of we say, oh, organize better. You know your cords are. You know how many cords I have? Yeah. Maybe need maybe need. I need like I need like a I need like a giant bin the size of this table that's this high just to put my cords. Yeah, no, I know, right? And even then, I'll be diving in it to find everything I need. Just get about one of those, a few of those stackers that have the drawers, and you can just put audio uh, cords here, no video cords here, no because the problem is, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't think it'll work. I've tried some of the like I have a couple. It doesn't. I think. I, one thing I thought about doing, well, one thing I definitely want to get is I want to get a um, a headphone hanger. Yeah. So I could just finally just find a place for my headphones. I don't know if I'm going to wall mount it or mount it under my desk. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. Just because I have those two headphones that we use for the podcast and we use for other things in live streams mm-hmm. that I should just not have laying around. They're too nice. I, I need to get them hanging up. So yeah. I'm worried about breaking those because that would make me mad too. Because those he bought those. He invested, yeah. he, the, he, he invested in the podcast and bought those so we could have mm-hmm. unified blue headphones. Um, and that are way well, more comfortable. Yeah, I was gonna say it helps. It helps that like the ones he was that he was personally using were not that great. Uh, they were well, they technically still work. Yeah, I mean they're um, they're not bad headphones. Just they not, just can't for not long long listening periods. Yeah. Maybe they're meant for kids. I don't even yeah. know. Um, and I and I'm sitting there with like my Sony's and I'm like, yeah, I'm all comfy and I'm just like, not really. Even those got uncomfortable after a while. <laughs> those were for my sister. Um, she I told her I wanted noise canceling headphones, so she got on your headphones. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't noise canceling. Good attempt. <laughs> Thanks, sister. It's yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, hey, they're not terrible well, headphones. I, like, yeah. I know I need noise canceling headphones. I don't know if you guys have heard. There's been a lot of noise going on in this house. No, they, probably have, they probably haven't heard because these no, microphones these are actually be, pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, we don't have as much sound dampening in here anymore. Yeah, but but hopefully, hopefully you guys didn't hear anything. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the great thing about these mics. They're meant to be talked into. Yeah. So when I'm back here, it's a lot harder than you want right here. Yeah. You can still hear me, though. Right, and, I, and the reason I know they're picking me up because when I was out there and I was like, hey, and I was like, oh look, it, there's the mic going. All right, yeah, that's gonna do it then. Um, if you want to catch our podcast early every week, why don't you head over to Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Prime for five dollars a month? You can get the audio version early on Sundays. Uh, you most Sundays it was Monday this last this last mm-hmm. week. Uh, usually on Sunday though, and then uh, you get the video. Uh, the video version comes out publicly on on Mondays, anyways. Uh, you can get the uh, video version technically early on Thursdays by becoming a ten dollar backer, and if you become a twenty dollar backer on Patreon, what what are you given, Eric, for that? Ooh, or what opportunity actually, do you get? You have a chance to be on the podcast. Oh boy! So, yeah, yeah, for twenty dollars a month, uh, you will be invited. Um, well, you basically get to sign up for uh, one episode uh, per month that you would like to be on. We just had someone on our prior episode, mm-hmm. um, Andrew. Yes. So yeah. Uh, we, we, people take advantage of it. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. There are still open slots in the $20 slot. If you would like to uh, be one of those, we limit those slots. So we don't just have like 30 people that want to like get on the podcast every month. It just would be hectic. Yeah, I don't so know. What? Cause you know, it's very hard cause we do the, we put all the audio through the one mixer. There's only so many channels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's already hard. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to overcomplicate yeah. well, the audio. I, I think this might be a little bit better considering that. The, all the porks on the mixer now work work yeah. i mean technically they all worked before just when they felt like it yeah now they just work as an example we're using ports three and four i didn't have to screw around with it i just turned the volume up and it worked yay unlike before it's like oh i switched between ports one four three two which one's wait which one? oh, which one we plugged do, into again? do we need to plug into one of the 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 guitar ports on here now and make yeah. maybe put audio through that yeah i mean it's not meant for voice but we yeah. can make it work yeah, why not? yeah. um Lot, lots of it. We have issues every week. This is actually the smoothest it's been. I think uh, so. Thank you, new mixer. Yeah, well, right? I, it's smooth well, because I spent an hour and a half also, setting up the mixer. Also, we say that and watch. You no, know, we walk out there and there's no friggin' audio. Uh, yeah. Um, you can also catch our catch us on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, links are to that are all down in the description as well. Unless you're already listening on iTunes and I and and Podbean, then there's no description. So yeah, you know, you already found us. Yeah. Congrats. Hey. Hey. Um. Yeah. Uh. 
Also, what's really cool now, if you're at least a $1 backer on our Patreon, a uh, new thing we added is that all of our patrons, regardless of what level you're at, so for $1 all the way up, to, I think the highest level we have is 100 for an advertiser. Um, regardless of what level you're at, if you are $1 or more, you can participate in multiplayer games with me during live streams. Hey, there you go. That's like the only way, unless I'm somehow having a weird night where people can pay to get in. But yeah. as I always say, if they're going to pay to get in, just become a patron. Yeah, right. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Uh, you, you always do this. What? You always forget the one place where they can check out the podcast. And it's that the has one place. all of them. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about that one place. Yes. By the end of this month, we have to start updating. I know we do. So it's like, it's like I really should start mentioning yes, it. This place yes, exists. you should. Uh, NintendoPrime.net. Yes. I even put has, some news up like a week ago. It has all of the podcasts there. Literally. Everything that we have is there. Yes. Yeah. My heart and soul <laughs> are hidden somewhere on the website. Yes. If you find it, you will win a $100 eShop gift card. <laughs> it's not actually there. <laughs> That's oh. the trick. That's the trick. That's the trick. It's not actually there. Oh. oh. All, right, All right, folks. Right. Oh. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Oh. No. Not peace out. Not peace out yet. <laughs> Follow on Twitter at Nate Jans at Ninty Prime and at Emo eighty seven ninety. Now, now peace out. Now peace out.